Welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath. Today, we have the Narcissist Slayer, a.k.a. Michelle Willard Hoffer, certified neuro-linguistic practitioner, hypnotist, and author of the Soaring Minds Workbook and the ABCs of Narcissism. Michelle talks about her crippling emotional physical abuse for the last three decades and also the judgment of others and negative self-worth that led her to believe what describes as swimming in a black hole. Her goal is to help as many people as she can with hypnotherapy and meditation, tapping, and much more. Find out how Michelle went from survivor to an empowered leader. Let's get started. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Welcome to this episode of the On Call Empath. I have a special guest today you don't want to miss, Michelle Willard Hoffer. Thank you once again for joining me on my On Call Empath. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh, what you do? I help people manage stress and anxiety after a traumatic incident or a narcissistic abusive relationship. I use many coping skills, but the primary one I use is hypnosis. Wow, that sounds exciting. Um, Can I ask you, like, what got you into all of this work? Um, Did you have any personal struggles? I know you had mentioned, you know, you battled with cancer, PTSD, and domestic violence. If you don't mind sharing that with uh, the audience. Absolutely. So I was married for nearly 30 years and was in a very abusive relationship. One of the questions following the relationship is, well, why did you stay? Which, by the way, is one of the worst questions to ask someone who is leaving an abusive relationship. But I was conditioned as most victims are, to accept abuse. It's slowly, slowly, and then there's some good things, and then there's some yucky things, and then there's good things. So your mind (laughs) gets confused. How did you manage to break free from all of that? It took a lot of work um, with daily, and I mean daily work, to break free from the trauma following the marriage dissolving. I personally did not leave the marriage. I was conditioned to make it work, make it work, be better, do better, be better, do better. So I did not leave the marriage. Um, He was a serial adulterer. And at the last um, affair, He told me he was having an affair and I said, no, you're not. You're just going through something because I was conditioned to believe 
only good things about him if I would think something or say something like, um, I don't think you should be doing this or I don't. I was made to feel as if I'm crazy, blowing things out of proportion, um, wrong, just wrong. And so, of course, he told me he's having an affair. I'm like, no, no, you're not because I was conditioned, but I was in denial because I knew I wasn't allowed to think that way and make it work, make it work, be better, be better. So he left me. I didn't leave him. And then the floor fell out from underneath me. It was um, a terrible experience because he was going back and forth. And I just wanted to be picked. I wanted to be picked. I wanted the one. I wanted him to choose me. I was his wife of 30 years. And I was waiting for him to choose me which shows how much trauma bonding had happened in the relationship that I was waiting to be picked. Right. And that's the thing with trauma bond. I mean, it, it is very, I mean, it's very hard to break and I commend you for all the stuff you went through. And this is, this, this is uh, what I hear from a lot of people. Like, you know, they, they get involved with a narcissist and it's one of the hardest things to break. Now, um, but you, he ended up leaving you, correct? And then, and then, you yeah. So, I mean, um, he told me he was going to leave and then he would pick me and then he would go back to her and then pick me and then go back to the other woman and pick me. And when he would decide he was going to the other woman, he, there was always a beating. Uh, physical abuse as well as the emotional and mental all the other abuses however there was always a beating and it um the one which i thought was the worst at that time after the worst beating i had had i thought i can't take it anymore and i believed no one was going to believe me i mean after 30 years you don't think anyone's going to believe you because i with him put out this relationship of we're such a magical couple. We get along. We, we, we were the best. We're the best. We're the best, right. you know, and because that's what I wanted. I wanted that type of relationship. So I put that out. I didn't think anyone would believe me. I didn't know how to escape the abuse anymore. And even though I still wanted him to pick me and I just, I was, in a dark hole and decided at that moment that I wanted to be in heaven with my friend who had died a few years earlier. I thought that was my only way out. Right. I want to um, let my listeners know out there. I mean, there's a lot of them that are stuck in a relationship and, you know, they want to be picked. Mm -hmm. They want to be the one. And when they're not, and somebody's, cheating on you or finding somebody else we tend to keep going back even more and it just the cycle never ends now for you you were able to kind of come out of it mm -hmm. and your goal uh when i spoke to you is to help others um and through many ways i, I understand that you do neurolinguistics, mm -hmm. hypnotherapy meditation tapping P you know ptsd domestic violence you work with a lot of people like that Tell me how you kind of uh, went into that field and how it got started. Well, so I um, was in therapy following the suicide 
um, because I was so low, so broken, so sad. So my therapist right away said, let's do some tapping. And I had never heard of this. I didn't even know what a narcissist was. I didn't know what tapping was. I'm in this, this, I, you know, selected this wonderful therapist and Kevin's and she was tapping. She said, just do what I do, say what I say. And, you know, if you want to keep your eyes open or closed, it's up to you. So I started doing what she did and I was sobbing when we started. And at the end, you know, I was no longer crying, but she's touching her face, touching her, you know, under her mouth and different parts. And I'm touching and she's repeating things. And I'm like, okay, what is happening here? So <laughs> after she was finished, I said, um, excuse me, but what are you doing? And I said, Do you, are you a witch? You know? And she said, no, but. And then right, she began right. to explain the science of um, what this is, because I grew up in a bubble. I didn't know about this tapping or this, you know, how I thought therapy was going to be sitting on a couch and someone, you know, writing down notes and saying goodbye, see you next week, you know, that kind of thing. That's not what a right. good modern therapist will do. No way. Right. And today there's so many modalities. I mm -hmm. mean, I, I think I've mentioned, you know, in previous episodes that I've, I've tried everything. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I haven't tried the tapping, but um, I've heard a lot of good things about it, uh, you know, and uh, especially for anxiety and trauma. Um, I've also heard EDMR kind of helps and uh, hypnosis. Can you just tell me a little bit about, I guess, like, how does it how does it really work? Like if somebody does, let's say tapping or like if you do the hypnosis, can you explain how you work with your clients and, you know, what are some of the results and what to expect? Sure. So a lot of people come to me for narcissistic abuse. I wrote a book, The ABCs of Narcissism, because I had never heard of this. So as I was in therapy and learning more and more things coming out of me and she would say well you know well you know and I would write it down because I would take my notebook to therapy and um we would always use tapping in therapy and so I started doing a tapping practice at home to help quiet my mind because it starts um you acknowledge like the in the book, you acknowledge what it is because you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to say all this negative stuff, you know, even though I feel unloved and unlovable, I completely accept myself. And you repeat that and you repeat that. And then you move into, well, there are some things about me that are good. And then you repeat that and you go into another, you know, area. You have to start with where you're at. You can't say, I'm amazing, I'm amazing, and tap all over the place. I'm amazing, because your brain does not believe at that moment that you are amazing. So you want to start where you're at, feeling what you're feeling, acknowledging what you're feeling, and then you move into, well, you know, maybe I am a little lovable. Maybe, you know, some of the things I do are good, and then you usually know, you know, what that 
one thing is, you know, I, I do make a, a good um, hamburger, you know, or sandwich or whatever it is you're really good at. And you, you focus on that good feeling and then you can take it even further. I also, you know, I'm, I'm a snappy dresser or whatever it is. And you keep going until I am lovable because you have to take yourself through that because it's a false belief. Right. It is. So you're starting with the false belief and moving into empowerment. That's awesome. And I mean, in your opinion, I mean, you've been doing this a while. Um, mm -hmm. Would you say it's more geared for like emotional or physical pain? Because I, I suffer from severe back problems and, and all kinds of migraines and stuff. Does it work for that too? Or is it just emotional? Tapping works for many things, including um, pain, uh, hypnosis, meditation, tapping. Um, it all works to relieve stress. And stress comes from the thoughts we think. It, the pain that you may be carrying around is because of some thoughts that you're carrying around from your past. Because right now, right now, right here, right now, you are safe and good and and in the best health that you can be right now. And so what your body is telling you is something is not, you're not letting something go. And I will let you know that you need to release it. You need to forgive it. You need to put it behind you in order mm -hmm. to release that pain. And that is, that is one of the things that I've been researching. Uh, I mean, just researching different doctors and, and I'm trying, I'm finding out that West is not something that has helped me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of my listeners, they have gone through the Western medicine and, and it's gotten either worse or or they just mask the symptoms. So any other modalities, like you're saying, you know, I've, I haven't tried, but I'm willing to, because when the, when the pain is stuck in your body from traumatic experiences mm -hmm. from childhood or from any type of trauma that needs to be released. Correct. Like we have to release that in a healthy way. It, you can't just close our eyes and it just, you know, releases our body. We have to go through something like tapping or EDMR or, you know, hypnosis. Correct. correct. Um, one of the things in, in our country and, and, um, country similar to ours is that we like to put a band-aid on things and pretend it hasn't happened however using pills also you know it's unfortunate because then um when the pres the prescription runs out the pain is still there so you haven't released the pain it's still there you haven't released the problem it's still there so we use, you know, your energy, your imagination, your body to help your mind and your mind helps your body. That makes so much sense. I mean, our body and mind are just one. Mm -hmm. It's connected. Yes. And I even feel it when I'm around negative people, I start to get oh, aches yes. and pains. Um, and it's not in my head. I know it's not because I've been to these people and I start hurting and then I just think about like how can I get away the minute I leave and go like 
far away from them, it might, I'm back to normal. So there is something there. And, and that's why I, I really find the work that you do so fascinating. Now, with that said, where can my listeners find out more about you? Where can they go to, you know, contact you? Oh, sure. So I'm all over social media. And um, my, I have my regular Michelle Williard Hoffer page on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn, Michelle Williard Hoffer. Um, I have several Facebook pages. Two of my favorites are the ABCs of narcissism. That helps people who are in the traumatic event or right after their traumatic event, and they want that acknowledgement. I'm also on Facebook with Soaring Minds. That's more also empowering and, and helping you now move through the next stages. Okay, I've made it. Now I'm ready for my goals and my energy shifts and all that type of thing. And, and Soaring Minds helps with that part of it. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter, Soaring Minds. Okay. And my website, I've also, it's um, www.soaringminds.me. Excellent. Yes. Well, that, you, you do some fascinating work, and I definitely want to actually look into it myself. Uh, you are the uh, narcissistic slayer. And uh, before we leave, can you just leave us with one thing? You've been through so much with cancer and domestic violence and so much abuse. If somebody's listening out there who's stuck, what, what is one piece of advice that you can tell them? So the biggest um, revelation to me and to all people really who move past is listen to your intuition, that small voice inside of you. Listen. That is some really good information. You are the nar uh, narcissist slayer for a reason been a pleasure and i hope you come back and keep doing the amazing work i really was it was really an honor to have you on my show that does it for this episode michelle willard hoffer the narcissist slayer check her out also if you can please subscribe leave a review helps me out quite a bit stay tuned for the next episode i have some good ones coming up have a great one and we are out you're listening to the On Call Impact.